earth. I am home in the dark, sweet cracks where the insects crawl all over me. I am home in dusty dawns where the wind remembers me. I am home as I plunge my hands into the clay of your body, as I dance upon your belly. I am home. Under your stars, I gaze lovingly, adoringly, into your sky eyes. I am home, in the stillness of stones who witness silently. I bow down reverently, so you will consume what remains of me. I come from your molten womb. I return to your roots, my tomb. May I be reborn through you infinitely. We're all alone. And we're all Welcome to Alone Traveler's Guide to the Divine. My name is Amanda Lux and I'm the creator of the Elevation Hive School and Community for Energy Medicine and Dream Work. In the last five episodes, I've been sharing various ways to cultivate energetic alignment through each of the five elements. And this is the last of the series where we will be talking about the earth element. The earth element is all about organization, the densification of energy. It's the final landing place on the involutionary journey. The earth element rules the root chakra and energetically speaking, earth is the slowest, vibrational frequency of all of the elements, of all of the chakras. This means it's the most tangible, physical, and dense. And it's also the place where things that take physical form find their completion as they begin to disintegrate. The way that the earth is made of compost, the cycle of life, doesn't necessarily end with death. It includes it as much as any other phase that all things must pass through. And in this episode, as we explore how to cultivate alignment through the earth, death is a major theme. I will be sharing a little bit about how the earth element shows up in our body and our life, and how working with earth energy can offer us greater access to our own potency, more courage, more abundance, equanimity, but I'm not going to be sharing this information in the way that you might think. I'm actually going to be sharing it in a way that it was given to me, which was in the form of a dream, or actually a nightmare, that I had last week. And uh, it's quite a personal story. I've been studying the elements for a greater part of my life now for over 20 years. I've been working with them professionally as a polarity practitioner. And I could share a lot of different ways to work with the earth element through food, exercise, color, sound, movement, body work, and all of that. But I do actually have a whole book written about the elements and there are other resources that I will provide in the show notes for you to check out. But because of the dream that I had this last week, I realized that there's something different about the earth that I really wanted to share and focus on in this episode because this dream was not only profoundly important for me and my own 
learning and felt sense experiential direct knowing of the earth it was also a dream that felt relevant for the collective it came to me through the form of a story that had some very universal qualities to it it contained the triple goddess archetypal energies of the mother maiden and crone Uh, it contained some other symbolic elements And specifically with the theme of death, it's something that is universal that we can all relate to because everything that lives eventually dies. Everything we have ever known, including ourselves, we are all going to pass through that particular gateway. And it's something that I've contemplated, but never quite in this way. So to me, it was quite a profound revelation and I wanted to share it. The story of the dream came through in two different ways. The first being a night dream that I had incubated actually. I had planted a dream seed for inspiration and reached out to my dream guides and allies for an inspiration specifically around art, my next painting, because it was such a terrifying fearful feeling that I had when I first woke up, I decided to re-enter the dream. So the second half of what I'll be sharing was actually the conscious dream re-entry, the journey I went on in order to gather the information and to integrate my understanding about what the dream actually meant. The earth is a lot about abundance and this dream was definitely one of the most abundant dreams I've ever received. And that it not only did give me the details for my next painting, but it informed me about the entire series of paintings that I've been working on for probably a decade now relating to my oracle deck. And this painting that I was given in this particular dream was shown to me as the final card. It also had to do with completion of that whole journey with those paintings, a series of 44 Uh, paintings and cards and in addition to receiving the painting and some guidance around the deck itself I also received this podcast episode and also a, a really deep transmission around experiencing the earth element in a profound way it was a felt experience accompanied by a series of realizations that felt sort of fundamentally altering but I'm going to do my best to share it with you as I experienced it and I want to invite you as we do in dream work practice to try this dream on for yourself as you listen sharing a dream is always a vulnerable thing and as personal as our dreams are there's always a universal element there's always something that is reflected back for the listener You can do this by tuning into your body, by noticing your thoughts, memories, emotions, anything that might come up internally or externally in your environment. And just by paying attention to what you feel or sense or notice as you listen, inviting synchronicity and your own highest wisdom into the listening space. So I invite you to tune in to whatever is meant for you to hear as we journey together into the dream and into this experience of the earth element. 
was a book that was written by a wise elder. Her stories were profoundly transformative for all who read them, and for generations it had remained relevant and supportive. My own children, barely entering adulthood now, had come to it of their own volition, and I recognized the book from when I was younger and knew that my own mother had read it long ago as well. I recalled that there was a part of this book somewhere towards the end where the author told of how she had murdered a woman. I was thumbing through the book trying to find it when the author herself called out that the part I was looking for was on the very last page, and if I wanted, she would read it out loud. I was terrified of this and of her, and couldn't believe that she had gotten away with such a thing. But she was bold and seemed unafraid of what she had done or of recounting the story. In the moment, my own fear began to escalate of what might happen if she read this part out loud. I believe that in that moment, I entered the story. In this new dream, I am now the observer, and I see that the wise elder is being helped by a younger man to kidnap a young woman and keep her in the basement of a house. The young woman is wrapped in white fabric like a cocoon and tortured in the dark cold with no escape. Until one day the elder woman, the man who helps her, and the young woman are all riding in a van with another set of three who are doing the exact same thing in a different house. They are all sitting in the van judging one another for being so cruel, when suddenly I become the young woman, and I speak out in the wise elder's defense. I am here because I am choosing to do this. I am choosing to be here, I said. As we return to the house, it suddenly occurs to me that since I am choosing to be here, then maybe I don't have to do whatever I'm here to do in the dark, cold basement after all. I ask them if I can stay in the kitchen or the attic, but they both say no. And as they begin to usher me down the stairs for more torture, I grow so terrified that I wake up. Moving from one dream state to another, I slip easily back into the dream using conscious dream reentry. I'm afraid to go back, of course, because I woke up with so much fear. But I call on a guide to support me, and an angel appears. I wasn't expecting an angel, but that's who came, and I feel safe enough with this being who is nothing more than a subtle, light body with wings. The angel reaches out a hand and guides me down towards the basement. But to my surprise, we fly far past, plummeting into the earth below. I am falling, diving, drilling into the depths of the earth, bodiless yet shimmering with a form that I know of as me, 
We journey down deep below the house, and I wonder if I'm being led somewhere far below into the past, below what is me, into something of my ancestors or what came before me. But the angel wordlessly conveys that I'm here on my own behalf, and there is actually nowhere to go. We continue to travel deeper into the darkness, and as we descend, my mind begins to crave light and warmth again, just like the young woman in the dream who wanted to do whatever she was there to do somewhere in the kitchen or the attic where it was warmer and brighter. I think if we keep going down, eventually we'll hit the core of the planet, and maybe it will be brighter and warmer there. But the angel says, no, no. And so I think, well, if we can't stop there, then eventually maybe we will dive so deep that we will exit out the other side of the planet and be out in space somewhere where the sun or stars will shine some light. But then it hits me that I'm trying to escape something that has no end to it, that I'm here to experience the earth elementally and that there is no destination. I'm meant to be here in the dark, where I have to let go of getting somewhere or doing something. I have to let go of everything, actually. In the underground, where the soil is dense, where compost turns to sediment, turns slowly into stone as it densifies and hardens. There's only compression and contraction. Here it is all airlessness and stillness. As I sink into this felt experience of the earth, I begin to feel heavy until I notice that what I thought of as me begins to disappear. My form is disintegrating, starting with my feet slowly moving up my legs. I feel like a crumbling leaf who fell off a tree, who is now buried beneath layers of other old leaves turning into soil. Slowly, my pieces are falling apart. Slowly, I am returning, becoming the earth itself. I wonder if eventually I will become nourishment for the roots of the tree if I will become soil and offer nutrients for life as I eventually become part of that tree again. But I'm not that tree yet. I'm not even roots or potential nourishment. I'm just disintegrating, plummeting, yet still. There's no future, no past here. There's only now, there's only darkness and what I used to be. My calves and feet and bones and muscles are all now particles, but not of light, with no more life in them, empty yet thick. I am the stuff worms eat. I am refuse and feces. I'm here to let go of anything that used to be me, to cease to exist, to become the stillness. This is the grand finale my completion. And as much as I want to tap into the vast potential of everything 
I ever was or will be, I cannot. I have to be in acceptance of this very real, important part in the cycle of life that is death. In order to know the earth directly, I have to know this place where there is truly no me. I have to let go of my old form of everything I ever was. I have to let go of getting somewhere, of being something, of doing anything. I have to let go of light and life and the impetus to exist. My time has ended. This is the ultimate negative pole experience. Such tremendous loss, yet simultaneously, I begin to feel this slow neutrality settling in. Until then it happens, this subtle wave of ecstasy unfurls within, epiphany, insight, direct experiential knowing of the earth. of this densest elemental aspect and I realize that I've not come here to know rebirth or ancestral wisdom but the earth as an embodiment of death itself the heaviest last moment just before the new thing is made no wonder it was an angel who showed up to guide me here as clarity begins to tumble through my being I understand what every aspect of this dream means, all at once. This is the last line on the last page of the book the old wise woman wrote. The End. There are several interesting layers to this dream that to me tell a story of how to be in alignment with the energy of the earth elementally. The earth is about endings and beginnings, its birth and death. It's the place of the first chakra, our root. Below the coccyx or perineal floor, it's the first gateway we pass through as we exit the womb. If the house in the dream is symbolically representing the body or the energy body, then elementally, the ether element would be in the attic. The fire element would be in the kitchen on the main floor, and the earth would be below the basement. As I consider the different characters of the dream, I recognize the triple goddess archetype, and at different times I understand what it was to be all three, and that they exist simultaneously within us all. I was the mother in the beginning of the dream, observing my children, now nearly grown, coming upon this book that was written by the crone. The crone is the one who knows how to let go. She is the wise elder who has passed through all the phases of life. And in her story, she had learned how to harvest the power of her youth by walking it to its death in a conscious state, yet keeping it alive inside of her until the appropriate time to let her go. I received so many layers of insight from this around the collective fear that we have culturally of aging, 
around losing our youth, our memory, our capacity. But the wise crone had conquered her fear and wrote all about it. The last page of the book where she finally murdered the maiden was not about murder at all. It was about how to approach death in a conscious, awake state, how to face it with courage and clarity, how to be fully integrated with both the masculine and feminine aspects that are within us all, which was represented by the man who helped her. It was about letting go of youth without losing touch of it, while being informed and connected to it. The maiden in the basement was wrapped in a white sheet, like a cocoon, which symbolically represented the transformational process that a caterpillar goes through before turning into a butterfly. And if you think about it, that process is not very pretty. The torture of disintegration is unavoidable. Aging, dying, decomposing, moving from one form into another cannot be easy. And there was no way to avoid this process as much as the maiden would have preferred to. So the earth element is both the place of birth and death. It is the gateway we enter through when we are born, and it is the one that we exit when we die, symbolically and literally, as we are returned to the earth to decompose, to become nourishment for new life, however we do. Aligning with the earth is to experience total acceptance of the negative pole. In polarity, the earth governs the emotions of fear and courage. And this was another theme of the dream. Often it is the most terrifying dreams that offer us the most transformational potency, and this dream was no exception. Usually when I think about aligning with the earth elementally, I talk about grounding practices, digging in the dirt, hugging a tree, sitting still or laying on the earth, practicing shavasana, the corpse pose in yoga. I happened to be in a hot yoga class a couple of weeks ago, which if you've never done hot yoga, it's kind of like a form of torture in and of itself. It takes place in a room that is pretty much like a sauna and you're just there to sweat profusely. And in the middle of the practice, after a grueling standing series, but before the floor postures, there is a moment wherein you get to lay down and take Shavasana right in the middle of the practice. And the teacher that was leading this class at the time, she said in that moment something that was so profound to me. She said, taking this Shavasana is an opportunity for us to practice meeting death. And that when the next posture started up again, we would then have the opportunity to willingly pick up our earthly burdens again. This struck me so profound in the moment. How often do we contemplate death throughout our day? Other than to have a chance encounter in the form of a fearful thought. But what if we were to practice meeting it, to actually lay down on the ground in corpse pose and act as if this was it? And then to willingly get up again and face our life, what would we do different? If we could live with that kind of courage, what would we be able to accomplish? Death in dreams doesn't usually mean the end of your life is near. Death could be the end of anything, 
the completion of a project, the end of this podcast series, the end of my oracle card deck in the form of this final painting, the end of this breath, of this day, or of this moment. As Einstein said, energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transformed from one thing to another. And throughout this series, we've been exploring all the various elemental forms that our energy takes as it involutes from spirit into matter, from the ether of our soul's potential to the inspiration of our airy ideas, to the fire of our embodiment, and the water of our creative expression and to the earth which is the final landing place the culmination but also the extinction of physical manifestation before it returns to formlessness again it's not easy to face the earth or any kind of ending with courage in the face of fear it's much easier to associate the earth element with birth and life and completion. I mean, who wants to think about death and disintegration, especially as a way to align your energy? How do we align our energy with that? And I definitely had to contemplate this because I've had a lifelong resistance to the earth, to being physically dense. Maybe it was the youthful, hopeful maiden part of me that is perpetually seeking the light and the fire and the next creative thing that has such a hard time with this. But having embraced the earth through this experience, having faced it the way I did, becoming the negative pole, it was quite profound. It made me feel incredibly strong and awake to go towards death that way, to allow myself to really be with the reality of this finite body and life. Knowing that I have this wise crone, as we all do, within, who knows how to face death consciously, was quite grounding and inspiring, actually. To face the scariest things that we can't escape is truly empowering. And I just want to honor you for sticking through this episode for whatever pieces of this resonates with you. Enclosure and completion. I'm going to end this the same way I began it with a poem that I wrote. And you can find this poem in my book, The Soul Care Workbook, A 33-Day Journey Through Your Chakras and Elements. If you want to learn more about the five elements and how to balance your energy, using polarity therapy principles and exercises with personal stories, a lot of them relating to dreams, you can check out the link in the show notes and you can get that book on Amazon. In the book, there is a chapter for each element that begins with a poem. And this just happened to be the poem that I wrote for the earth. Earth. I am home in the dark, sweet cracks 
where the insects crawl all over me. I am home. In dusty dawns, where the wind remembers me, I am home. As I plunge my hands into the clay of your body, as I dance upon your belly, I am home. Under your stars, I gaze lovingly, adoringly, into your sky eyes, I am home. In the stillness of stones who witness silently, I bow down reverently, so you will consume what remains of me. I come from your molten womb, I return to your roots, my tomb. May I be reborn through you infinitely. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Lone Traveler's Guide to the Divine. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to all of the episodes in this series. I believe that when we are familiar with and in relationship with our elements and our energy, we're able to live a much more integrated and authentic life when we have an awareness of how our energy is moving. I also want to invite you to check out my website at elevationhive.com for all of our current classes, for the current astrology of this moon cycle, for all of our upcoming and ongoing offerings around dream work, polarity therapy. Be sure to check the show notes for a link to my book on amazon.com. And as always, I just deeply appreciate you for listening and contributing with your energy. It is such an honor to be in sacred community with you. Thank you. We're all alone. We're all